This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. I want to tell you something. I've said this before. We've heard it before. Your wife, husband, your wife is a sign of your intelligence. She's a sign of your intelligence. So when you call her dumb, you're actually saying you're dumb. You're so stupid. Yep, that's what you are. Because you're the one that married me. And we won. So when you call me stupid, you're saying that you're stupid. Stupid. Okay, okay, okay. Amen. So I got to be careful. Somebody say, I got to be careful. What comes out my mouth? There are certain things that you can't say now. Because that's your wife. There's certain things you can't say to him now because that's your man. You can't keep jumping him down and expect him to be the great I am or, I mean, under the great I am. Let me put it like that. Uh, you know, I want you to be my mighty man of God and, and power. But you keep calling him a chump. You the worst thing. I, don't, I, don't, I see what your mama meant about you now. I just get, oh my God, can you ever move? You are the worst. Don't no man like to hear you keep chumping him. Because when you chump him down enough, he'll sit there. He's go, that's what you want. That's what you're going to get. Your confession just brought forth what you desire. Tell him what he is, what he should be. Father, I thank God for you. You my mighty man of valor, here he come, here he come. All you got to do is say that to a man, watch, watch, he start even walk different. He was like, yeah, what, what? Hey man, he start feeling, he, he start feeling good. You start chumping him down, he be like, okay, I am what she says I am. I can't, I can't do nothing right. I was in counseling once, can I tell it? Yeah, I'm going to tell it. I was in counseling once. I was in counseling once, and, uh, and uh, the woman, the wife just complained. She just complained, complained, complained. He don't do nothing. He don't do nothing. He's just the worst. I tell you, the worst thing. He's sitting there like. And he was like. And he was like. And she was just ragging him. She was like, I told him to paint the room. He wouldn't even paint the room right. Can't even paint the room right. He was like, I told him to can't put a bulb in. He can't even put a bulb in. Look at him. Just can't do nothing. Just don't do nothing right. He said, that's why I don't do nothing. <laughs> he said, that's why I don't do nothing because she always run them out. And see, whenever I try to do something, she don't like it. He said, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here. I don't know if I should do something or if I do do something, I'm going to do it wrong. So I just don't do nothing. So sometimes I'll try, but then I say, what's the use? And I said, you hear that? Because you, you tell him what he won't do. He said, but I I really want to do stuff for her. But she just makes it so I don't. Amen. 
I just think there are certain things is my job as the man in the home Amen. to make it easy for her. Husbands give. Watch this. I think it, oh, I'm going to mess somebody up. I'm going to mess your house up right now. I'm going to mess your house up. Ready? It got real quiet. Folks say, he get ready to mess my house up. Oh, Lord. No. See, because there are certain things. I should be doing certain things for her on purpose to make it easy for her. We should work off of each other. We's a team. This way, me and Teresa are. We's a team. Y'all understand we's a? We are a team. All right. There are certain things I do. I do better than her. And certain things she do, she does better than me. But we work together as a unit. You know? And there are certain things I like that she don't like. And certain things, you know what I mean? See, see, I always tell folks, I, I do clothes in my house. Mm-hmm. Now, most women do clothes. I do clothes. I don't like her touching the clothes. I tell her straight up, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do it to she went to the washing, the washing dryer one time. I had to tell her, the hell, what are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, what, 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 what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? She putting stuff in there. I was like, oh, wait a minute now, wait a minute now. We don't do that. Know your role. Know your role. We got roles in here. You know what I mean? You know, I had to, I had to bring her back. You know, because I'm like, she can't wrap mess up something. You see? You see? Now, now, I'm going to tell you. Now, when we found the washer and dryer, you know who picked it out? She did. We was walking. She said, that's the one I want. I was like, what? She said, that's it. I was like, now as a man, when you hear that, you're like, that's what she want. Glory to God. Let me, let me get this done for her, because I know what it's going to do for me. Uh, okay, am I getting home? We starting work? And so she said, I said, so you know what? As she said it, you know what I did? I said, I did like this. Hey, 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 give me somebody. No, I did. I said, give me somebody. Can I get a witness? How much? How much? I see the price. He said, I said, whoa. I was like, oh, Lord, the girl got good taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She had good taste. And I was like, glory to God. I said, I said, I can't work with that, man. I can't work with it. Work with me. Come on, work with me. Come on, help me. Baby, show him your face. And he was like, he looked at her, and then he go, okay, what, what? I was like, do me something, do me something. Come on, man. <laughs> he did me something real good. He did me something real good. Now, she wanted it, but it really was, I'm the one that took it over. I think I, as soon as I got home, the first, my, my daughter came, and she saw me standing in the laundry room doing like this. And she's like, oh, my God, get over it, man. It's over. It's here now. And I'm like, she did. She was like, no, it's just a washing machine. Dad, it's just a washer and dryer. I'm like, no, baby, this ain't no washer and dryer. I ain't never seen nothing like this. 
<laughs> Amen. All right. But no, what I'm trying to show you is I made a decision. This is what I do. You know, I beat her home. I used to be her home all the time, or I was home before she was even Mariah. That meant I had to have the food ready. Or had to at least start. Or at least leave, have something sitting out. Defrosting. She shouldn't have to go to the freezer. Thanks for getting everything ready for me. <laughs> it's a team. It, like you said, yeah, there's no I in team. We help each other out. You know, I mean, there are certain things we do. See, if you do things out of the order of God, it's, it kills you. It will kill you. Things out of the order of God will mess you up. And the enemy is designed to get you out of the order of God so that you don't do things according to what he said. That's why it's hard for a husband to, I mean, I don't want to say it's hard for her, but it shouldn't be hard for a husband to give to his wife. That's something you should do. Wives, it's easy to submit when you know what his will is. What God desires. The enemy has deceived us in thinking that we know more than God. When God is the one that knows. Let me show you something that happened to me this week. And and then I'm going to run through where we have to go. I want to show you that, I, you know, I had, a, I had ants in my house. Anybody ever had ants in your house? And, you know, and let me put it like this. My house is clean. And, uh, but ants don't discriminate. And I came home the other day from the softball game. I came home, or before we left, I started seeing some. And then when I came home, there was a trail. Man, they were going to cross the carpet. They were like, party, party in Jackson, party in the past. Pass and have no party. Pass and have no party. Trash can this week. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the? A whole crowd of them. And I said, and you know what I said? Oh, 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 oh. Why? Because this is my house. Anything, that the answer out of order. So it's my responsibility to bring order back. God said, I'll give you order. Go and deal with it. So I said, I started doing my research on how to take care of it. And I figured it out. And see, it's the same way the enemy uses against the church. And, and uh, I'm going to tell you the, the simple formula. And the simple formula was I went and got me some borax. And I put me some sugar in there and a little water, just a little bit. Started mixing it. And I said, man, let me make it so good that you can't resist. Let me give you some syrup. I know y'all like syrup, right? Yeah. I mixed it up. Then I said, let me, let me get. Now watch this, keep following me. I said, hey, boys. Got something for you. I am. Oh, y'all was over here too, wasn't So either one, y'all can go where you want. There you go. Enjoy yourself. Oh, my wife came. She was like, ain't nothing happened. Look at them. They do his go. I said, no, no, no. They're just trying to figure it out right now. They don't realize dinner's here. But with it comes something else. 
And see, you have to understand that's how the enemy is destroying the church and destroying you. He just makes it sweet enough for you to eat. Because he wants you to take it back to the pack. See, if I can take it back to your house, I can destroy the whole thing. What I, the concoction I made up was designed to take back to the nest. I didn't want the ones in the house. I knew I would get them. I wanted the problem. And see, husband and wives, we've got to be wise to how the enemy is trying to get in. He's trying to sweeten it. He's trying to, see, I put just enough sugar and syrup. To hide the taste of borax. Got up this morning. Didn't see him. Boys are gone. Can't come back now because when it got back to the nest, time was up. He done poisoned us. (laughs) They took it personal. He he done poisoned. <laughs> they probably had cho- choice ant words yeah. to say. <laughs> you know, he done beat them. Tell everybody, don't eat the sugar, don't eat it. <laughs> it got you. <laughs> Amen. See, the, the thing is. <laughs> the thing, Okay, that was funny. All right. All right. Uh, Only in my world. Amen. All right, turn with me to Ephesians 6, please. Amen. But husband and wife, I'm going to show you two. I'm going to show you. Husband leadership is this. Real quick, let's go down to the board on this. The husband is supposed to have that leadership at home. Single parents, you, you should have that leadership. Somebody say Amen. You know, so Christ loved his church. Men of God, I want you to write this down. When Christ loved his church, you need to get this. He loved his church, his people with compassion, mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selflessness. I'll say it again. And because this is the way I'm supposed to love my wives and this is the way I'm still, still supposed to love my children. Christ loved the church with compassion. These are things should be in you. Mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selflessness. That's what, that, that, that's what I got to be always showing to her. And when I don't, I need to correct it. There was something that I taught uh, folk real quick. I got to go. There was something that I taught uh, in marriage counseling. This is what I taught in marriage counseling. I'll give you a little uh, Ticket in. If you ever got in the door, I would tell you. This is one of the things I would tell you. Teresa had. Teresa and I had a uh, a word, uh, not a word. We would say it was uh, rock, pebble, stone. Rock, pebble, stone. You know, or boulders. All right. And if she'd ever, if I had ever said anything, if she hadn't said anything that was harmful to one another, we would call it out. I'll never forget the day I was standing in the house. I can still see it to this day, one part part where we were at Antwerp. And I'm standing there, and I said something. I was being funny. I said something. It was a group of friends, and I said something. And she looked at me, and all she did was she just turned and said, oh, we're throwing stones now. 
right away I identified that I said something that I, right away I started to think, what did I just say? And I went back in my mind and I said, oh my goodness, I just said something I wasn't supposed to say because she just told me, you're throwing stones. That hurt. Stones hurt. Pebbles, ah. But a stone, and, but if she told me a boulder, that means you just picked something up, dropped it on her. All right. And so when she said that right away, I went, oh, my God, what did I do? What did I do? And then right away, I came back and said, hey, look, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. I'm sorry. Let me let me get past that. Whoa. And I did it right in front of everybody. Immediately. I didn't wait because she see when your husband and wife, you're that's what you're doing. You're telling each other signals and stuff. Hey, look, that got on my nerves. Hey, let's get past that. Somebody say amen. amen. Does that make sense? Why? Compassionate forgiveness. We've got to be able to forgive one another like it's like that. Amen. We can't keep carrying it over because it'll, it'll prevent us from having a good relationship. Amen. All right. Men, did you hear what I just said? Yeah. All right. All right. Compassion, mercy, forgiveness. All right. I got to have that. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. See, my role I can, only, I, I can only have a spiritual role if I'm spiritual. I got to go in and get it first. I got to go get it. Husbands, I got to go get it. Men, say that. I must, I must get for, be, uh, men, say this. I must, I must get before God, get before God, get before God, get before God for, myself. for myself. I can't wait for my wife or, or, or somebody else to do it for me. And that's what men are doing. We're waiting for the women to show us how to get in. No, you go in. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Ephesians 6 and 4. Men, children, listen to this. Ephesians 6 and 4. Real quick. Oh, man. Y'all there? Yes, Look what the Bible says. And you fathers provoke. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this. Provoke not your children to wrath. But bring them up in the nurture and the ammunition of the Lord. He's saying there's a way that I'm supposed to bring my children up now. I should be training my children up, not provoking them, getting them angry. Hunt your neighbor say, I know that's right. The Bible says in Proverbs, write this down, Proverbs 22 and 6, he says, train up a child in the way it should go. These are for women too. You train up a child in the way that they should go. And the Bible says they will not depart. See, you're trying to have a baby without understanding what the responsibilities there is in having a child. Somebody say amen. That's why little James acts like little James, because he doesn't understand training. You train him. He's not a toy. And training starts at the beginning. Stop trying to be a child's friend and be their, their parent. Man, that was good. Can I get a witness? Amen. Hey, man, I don't need my boy, my, my son to be my boy. I need him to be my son. Amen. Hello? Amen. I don't need my daughter to be my buddy either. I need her to be my daughter. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. And see, because there going to be sometimes I'm going to say something they may not like. Amen. I need them to understand I'm their father. That right of speaking into you doesn't change. Does that make sense to everyone? And so, and and their mother, there are times I've got to say, there's going to be times you're going to have to say something hard to your child. You're going to have to tell them, and they're not going to like what you said, but when you buddy-buddy with them all the time, now now all of a sudden they got an attitude. 
My mom always told me something. Fix your face. And you can fix it too. One thing that got me with my mom though, when I was little, she'd beat me and tell me to stop crying. Your mama ever done that? Don't you cry. Well, you just slap me upside the head. Yeah, and you, and you go. And you trying to sneak them in. Like, and she's like, don't, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead. And you like. And you, and you saying to yourself. And we don't. You get hardly breathe. You ever got to a place where you couldn't breathe? Can't answer you because I can't breathe. <laughs> and oh, I'm sorry. I'm, amen. But is that true? Yes. Amen. So you got to be careful. Now, see, I still got to be careful how I'm training up my child. See, because just everything ain't a whooping. Even though he told me spare the child, spare the rod, spoil the child, that doesn't mean everything desires a rod. Everything ain't a rod. Some things is a talk. Let's talk. Because you keep doing something wrong. Something's wrong with you right now. You're thinking wrong. So let's get right what you're thinking wrong. Because just me beating you doesn't change some things. Can I get a witness? Everything is not a beating. Well, my mama beat me with the stanchion cord. Oh, no, no, you don't have to do that anymore. Amen. Somebody say amen. I know folk be like, well, but my mama, I'm, for, well, it, I'm still here. But yeah, but still. Somebody say amen. And, and I tell my grand, I mean, I got cute grandkids. Just because they're cute, that don't mean they don't get. My, my wife has a saying, cute kids get beat too. When you're training up, you're on duty 24-7. Why? Because you're training up a champion. Can I tell you what you're training? Write this down. Number one, when you're raising up a child, you're teaching a child the way of the Lord. The first thing you're teaching them is the way of the Lord. And that the scripture is the right way to live. Write down 2 Timothy 3.16. Secondly, you're teaching them that the scripture will make them wise for salvation. 2 Timothy 3.15. And then you're teaching them in 2 Timothy 3.17, you're equipping them for good works. That's why I'm training them up with the word of God. I give them scriptures to say. I give them scriptures in their life. This is a job. You got to get, you got to get work. You want to have a child, but you don't know what it takes to raise this little blessing. Because either you're going to raise them or someone else will. And you could, they could be in your house, but somebody else is raising them. Be careful. That school system is not your friend. All right. Discipline comes in raising your child. You can't be one way this week and then change the next week. Discipline. If I'm going to raise up my child, I've got to, I've got to do it. Now, can I say something that, that's going to mess you up a little bit? Your child's not going to be perfect. And the bad thing is, in life, they're going to make a few mistakes. 
but you got to learn to be there when they do. And you got to be able to correct them in the right way when they do make a mistake. Somebody say amen. Amen. And one of the things that you're going to have to do is be able to love on them like never before when they make some mistakes. Stop worried about what people are going to think and stop worried about what God thinks about you. Sometimes we worry too much. I can't believe I was in church and my baby done done this. Glory to God. Somebody else's baby's in church and done done something too, but they ain't say nothing about theirs. Somebody say amen. amen. Love on your children. Look at your neighbor and say, there comes a time when I just got to start to learn how to love my children even when they do something wrong. That's not saying you're promoting ungodliness or something wrong. It's just saying, you know, I'm going to use this as a teaching moment to help my child be better. Amen. I believe I just, we had just gotten our kids' cars and my son went up the street and backed into the mailbox. <laughs> tore up my neighbor's mailbox. Tore it all down. LJ tore the whole mailbox down. And uh, I was like, good Lord. I'm like, and then the first thing I'm thinking, did I make a bad mistake here? Giving this, turning this guy loose too soon. Amen. And then because my neighbor came down and told me that's what you did. He told me, she came to my house when I wasn't there. Because, huh? Yeah, when my wife handled it. See, because you don't roll up on my step and tell me, you know, what I'm not doing when I know what I am doing. Somebody say amen. And so we had to get a few things straight with them. And then uh, we, uh, which come, but uh, to me, uh, I don't think I killed LJ or anything, did I? He's still here. Yeah, he's still here. I think I just said, dude, you know, that's one of them, dude, you know, when you talk like him, dude, what were you doing? And look, you know what? I had to test what he did. And so one day I went and did what he did. And I was like, so one day he crashed. I said, the car ain't designed. You got to be, uh, when you're just get, learning to drive, you go forward. <laughs> Stay focused on going straight, making turns. But you can't get in the car and just look. Let me back up. Let me back up 60, 70 yards. <laughs> and see, because one little, you ever did that? One little thing in the car goes like this, and you're like, oh, what's going on? Boom, he tore up the whole drug. But I was cool. Look, he back here probably going, seriously, though? Amen. But no, but it, it, it didn't, that didn't bother me. I just said, hey, well, you know, what, what's the price of your little, 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 little mailbox? I made it insignificant then because he was trying to chump my, she was trying to chump my son down. I said, no, nah, we ain't going to destroy him on the inside there because, see, see you're not going to destroy who he is because of this mistake. I'm not going to let you put him under because he made a mistake. You know, son, I didn't like the idea that you did that. And I think that's wrong. But, hey, we're going to deal with this. But how much for your little box? You know what I mean? Well, it was a special box. We ordered it online. Where did you order it at? (laughs) It's a special box. My box is special. Whatever. (laughs) Glory to God. 
And so I told him, son, come on, man. We got to think out here. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, let's not make this mistake again. Somebody say amen. I don't think I lost my cool that bad, did I? I don't think I did. He'll tell me later on. Somebody say amen. So training up a child, real quickly, training up a child is, is time consuming. And sometimes, sometimes you're going to feel like you're tired, but you got to keep going. Amen. Because when they graduate and when they're older, you're going to get the results back from that. Somebody say amen. They're, you're training someone for society. You're making society better because of your child. Somebody say amen. And so there are certain things that you're going to learn. Now, can I tell you something about training a child? I've learned some things not to do. That's why with grandkids, you get a second shot. That's why LJ and them, sometimes they'll ask me, why don't you, what you, you didn't do that to us? Hey, man, well, I learned something. Somebody say, hey, man. Now with these little buggers, I'm like, hey, 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 you know. You're like, you're a lot gentler. Hey, they, they go home. Somebody say, hey, man. Now, don't get me wrong. There are going to be some things that your children do sometimes that you just shake your head and go, I don't think they mind. How many of y'all ever had a child do something that you go, let's go get a test. Let's go get a test. You can't be my child. Y'all ever had a child do something crazy and it just made you go. And, it, and you just go, what were you thinking? You know, because you, you've been there though, right? You've done some things where you ask yourself, why did I do that? What was I thinking? Somebody say amen. All right. Watch this. Second Timothy says that a father should be encouraging. He should provide for his home. Did you see in Ephesians 6, he told him, he wrote that, you know, somebody said this, the plague, the plague of youth is a broken spirit. You've got to be careful that you're not discouraging your child by continuous criticism. You're always criticizing that child. They can't get up. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. If you talk bad down to your child every time, you, the child don't want to do nothing. You never ever going to be nothing. You just like your dumb father. Your mother used to act the same way. That's why I left her. Got you. Amen. What? Okay. Jesus is Lord. I, got, I think I went over on them kids. Evan, are you serious? And look, all y'all up front going, mm-hmm. All right. I, it got good to me. I didn't even get to the women and the kids. Kids' responsibility is this. Write this down before I go. I'm done. Oh, Lord. I'm out of time. I thank you for you. I'll have to give it to you next time. Amen. Glory to God. I got called up. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 
1-800-273-19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord.